Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I can take them to a place uh, personally that they can't get to themselves. Right back! They got to buy into that, and it's not going to be comfortable at times. I pull and I root for the team because I know if the team's playing well, it makes the people in the city excited and happy. You know, we're in this thing to win. This game is over. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, Office Equipment Solutions, North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, Unforgiven because Metallica, a fan of the team that's in town tonight, the San Jose Sharks. That's for you, Fear the Fin. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT plotters, software, and now Digitex. What is going on with my computer here? Look at this. Now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money, all your devices managed at digitex.ca. Uh, if anybody is currently in our, what, what, what do they call that, Read that part of the uh, office where the guys fix your computers and stuff, our computing services division of the Oilers Entertainment Group, uh, I'm going to have to uh, reach out to them and come see them at 2 o'clock because the screen is appearing to be shot. This is Oilers now. Last home game of the year. It'll be a tough one tonight. The Edmonton Oilers playing the San Jose Sharks. Deep hockey team, 10 skaters with 40-plus points this year. The Oilers have four. The Sharks, though, on a 1-8-1 run, but they're already in. They're home and cooled in the playoffs. 
think about it, they were 44-19-8 at one point. We've had some goaltending struggles all year long. Uh, we'll set up tonight's game, have some comments from head coach uh, Ken Hitchcock. Anthony Stollers gets a starting goal for Edmonton. Uh, Reed Wilkins will slide by around 12-22. We'll have NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Loaded, loaded show. Sportsnet triple header for guests at 12.35. Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers. At 105, Brian Burke. Courtesy, courtesy of our friends at Canadian Power Pack. Yes, indeed. Speaking of uh, Canadian Power Pack, well, they get it done for you. And we'll tell you how a little bit later on during the course of today's show. But the folks at Canadian Power Pack bring you Brian Burke all season long here on Oilers Now. Then at 135 for Horse Racing Alberta, Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector will slide in as well. So lots to get to. We can tell you can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They've got country music star Clay Walker taking the stage April 5th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again, experience buying a vehicle on your terms at Heartland Ford. No pressure. Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan Escott, at Brendan Escott. So Edmonton and San Jose, Anthony Stollers will start in goal for Edmonton. Let's get to our direct workwear audio vault for product knowledge, compliance, great pricing, and innovation. Directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. Ken Hitchcock uh, has this to say in the game plan against the San Jose Stark team that's struggling, but deep offensively. They're a deep team, one of the deepest teams in the West and have been for years. They're well-built, well-constructed. They've, uh, their older players have been with them for a long, long time. Heck, I knew them when they were young. They're obviously looking at the way things are right now that this might be their best chance. I know they're going through a little bit of tough time right now, but knowing those players as well as I do, and knowing the coach, They'll be ready. Uh, Hitchcock then added some perspective on the Oilers' season, and he says it really came to uh, culmination in the shootout loss against the uh, Dallas Stars. The Oilers have dropped the last three games since. Uh, they played pretty well in Vegas, uh, lost at home to Anaheim, wasn't pretty 5-1 loss, got blown out 6-2 in Colorado. Here's Ken Hitchcock. Our, our, for all intents and purposes, our season ended in the loss to Dallas. We poured everything we had into that hockey game. Um, I look back on it on my, my situation. Should I have pulled the goalie and left it in more than a skills competition? That's something I'm going to have to wrestle with. Um, but there was a whole different look in our faces when that game was over, and it was even worse looking the next day. And so we are entering the idling phase, and this is now game three for idling phase, and it's the wrong phase to be in to play a team that's getting ready for the playoffs. And you're two steps or one step, you're just about there, you're behind, and uh, we're trying everything we can to get up to what I know the pace of the game is. I think it's more magnified because of what San Jose's been through and they're trying to right their ship right away and get a good feeling going so I think we're going to get their A game tonight whether we want it or not and uh, they're like I said a very deep team and they can overwhelm you and we've seen games where 
where they've they've hit, they've bumped us hard in San Jose, and we got to be ready for it. It's Ken Hitchcock. All right, Anthony Stolers gets the start in goal, just his second as a member of the Edmonton Oilers. He had these comments in getting the call tonight. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, you know, obviously I've been working hard in practice and, uh, you know, really encouraged by my last relief appearance. So I uh, just want to go out there and give a good effort. 24 of the last 25 games. Miko Koskinen has started. Stoller said this to say and taking a back seat. Uh, I've kind of been used to it, I guess you could say, over my career. My first two years in Philly, I didn't play uh, just strictly backup role. And uh, I think that kind of helped me just kind of getting used to, uh, you know, the NHL and the NHL speed and getting as much practice time as I can. But, uh, you know, obviously you want the net and you want to get games. And, uh, you know, Miko was rolling there for a little bit. So, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you get the most of your practice reps and make sure that you're sharp. So when your name's called, you, you make the most of your opportunity. Alex Chason's had a good year, 21 goals. He's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. He did have 16 in his first 30 games, five in his last 41, 20 goal scorer. He'll be an interesting guy to watch. Don't think he'd want to necessarily overpay him. I think he'd want to pay him, but not overpay him. Uh, Jason says it feels like a wasted year. As a player, uh, as a team, never want to find yourself in this position. These games are fair to say meaningless uh, in the standings, and the best the best thing I can uh, best thing I can say is you work so hard in your career. Every season matters uh, to get a chance to win to, to put in the playoff, and it's fair to say that we fell short this year. And I know in my position uh, it feels somewhat of a waste. All right, that's Alex Chase on. Um, so Edmonton and San Jose Sharks are a good team. And uh, Leon Dreisaitl says uh, the Sharks come out smoking. They're just prepared right off the bat every single game. Uh, you know, I've never seen them have a bad start. Um, you know, they, they come out flying and, um, yeah, you know, they, uh, they know how to play the game, uh, you know, coming out of the dressing room. So um, we have to make sure we match that. All right. Now, today in New York, uh, word broke last night. Bob McKenzie put it out that Glenn Sather was going to step down. He... Uh, basically had given up the GM mantle to Jeff Gordon, who a number of years ago was fired by Peter Shirelli in Boston. Maybe Peter saw him as a threat, not sure, but he ended up being hired very quickly by the New York Rangers. Um, and uh, Glenn Sather's impact, there's no way to understate what he accomplished in Edmonton, uh, dating all the way back to the WHA in like 75, 76 from that point forward. Um Five Stanley Cups in seven years as general manager, uh, four of which he was the head coach for. The players, we had Glenn Anderson on yesterday, crediting Glenn Sather. He's revered by people around the hockey world. Uh, you know, you look at what happened with the Rangers. They never won a Stanley Cup, but they had a lot of sustained good teams over the years in New York as well. Ken Hitchcock had these comments on Hockey Hall of Famer Glenn Sather. I go back with Glenn. I watched Glenn... I was at a lot of Oil King practices when Glenn was an Oil King and played with Max Mastinsic and Butch Paul. That was a line. Um, so I've seen Glenn play. He wasn't a very good player. But, and I've seen him run the Oilers. I've been interviewed for jobs with him and been scared to death at the interview. And then now we're good friends. And he's meant a lot to me personally he's helped me in a number of ways personally and uh, in talking to him over the last three or four months I kind of got the feeling that he was running on empty and this isn't surprising but man he's 
He's been, uh, he's been a great ambassador, and especially for this city. In my view, as much as he's a New York Ranger, he still bleeds oiler colors. And we've talked a lot about this team and, and that over the last little while, but I'm, I'm, I'm really lucky that I get to have him as a friend. All right, that's Ken Hitchcock talking about Hockey Hall of Famer Glenn Sather. Again, Brian Burke coming up, courtesy of Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, solar. Bob Stoffer with you. Let's go to tonight's roster. Reed Wilkins tweeted these lines out earlier today. Connor McDavid up front with Leon Dreisaitl and Zach Cassian. It'll be Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Milan Lucic on the left side and Ty Ratty on the right side. Colby Cave will center Tobias Reeder and Alex Chason. And uh, then the Oilers will have Sam Gagne between Joseph Gambardella and Josh Curry. So Gagne back in the middle. He's at 52.4% in the face-off circle. Nugent Hopkins a career-high 67 points. McDavid career-high 115 points. Drysaddle second in the league at 47 goals. Tied with John Tavares career-high 102 points as well. Defense remains the same, which will be the 23rd consecutive game. The Oilers have had the same D. Clefbaum with Larson. Larson in at minus 26 right now. This guy was plus 34 his first two years in Edmonton. Darnell Nurse, career-high 40 points, first 40-point score since the Oilers had a tandem uh, on a team that could really move the puck from the back end. Sheldon Surrey was over 50. Uh, Gilbert had 45 back in 08-09. Uh, Grabishkov was 39 points that year, and I think uh, in under 60 games, Vishnovsky had 31. The Oilers were one of four te- or three teams in the NHL that year that had four 30-plus point scores in the back end. Detroit and San Jose were the others. Uh, so, Clefbaum with Larson, Nurse with Russell, Secker with Benning. Benning leading the team in plus 11 on the season. Anthony Stollers will start for Edmonton. He's had an 8.98 save percentage since coming here. He'll oppose Aaron Dell in at 8.84. Looks like uh, Eric Carlson remains out with the groin injury. 45 points, 52 games playing, 24-32. Jacob Middleton, third NHL game tonight with Brett Burns, leading NHL defense and scoring with 79 points. Mark Edward Vlasic, minus eight this year. He's like career plus 120 in his career. He'll be with Tim Heed, Brendan Dillon, and Justin Braun in the third pairing. Up front, um, Logan Couture, three times 30 goal score. He's at 27 goals, 70 points. With Timo Meyer, who's already at 30 goals this year. Joe Pavelski at 38. Tomas Hurdles at 35 goals, 71 points in 75 games this year. With Evander Kane, who's had 28, 29, and 29 goal seasons the last three years. And Gustav Nyquist, who's got 57 points on the season. He's got eight and 17 games since coming from Detroit to San Jose. Joe Thornton. With Marcus Sorensen and Kevin LeBanc, uh, Barkley Goodrow with Michael Haley, who had 212 penalty minutes last year, and I believe Melker Carlson, who's been nursing a lower body injury, back in uh, up front. Uh, the Sharks, as I mentioned, 10 40-plus point scores. You heard all those guys around 30 goals. Uh, what, uh, Pavelski, Couture, Hurdle, Meyer, and Kane, all in and around 30 goals this season. This is a deep team that's led Edmonton up for fun the last uh, couple times they've played. The uh, San Jose Sharks, interesting story. $79.1 million, so they're close to the cap this year. They've got 15 players under contract next year at $58.3 million. Eric Carlson, unrestricted free agent. Joe Pavelski, unrestricted free agent. Joe Thornton, unrestricted free agent. Gustav Nyquist, unrestricted free agent. And Jonas Donskoy, unrestricted free agent. Um totaling $22 million. Now, my guess is Pavelski's going to get in the sixth range. They'll get him re-signed. 
Wouldn't be surprised if Joe Thornton's back for one more year. He's making $5 million this year. Nyquist, we'll wait and see. Biggest question mark will be Eric Carlson. They do not have a first-round pick for the next two seasons. They've been competitive every year. And one of the reasons why they've done it is through European free agents, guys like uh, Donskoy that they brought in and Sorensen that they brought in. Older European free agents have helped uh, Melker Carlson, have helped sort of transition the ease of losing so many picks over the season. Doug Wilson's done a good job. His team's made the playoffs 13 of the last 14 years. 12-20 in Edmonton. When we come back, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. This is Oilers Now and a Game Day from Rogers Place. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chad. Connor McDavid second in the NHL, 115 points, 41 goals. I had him at 117 points to start the year. I did not have Leon Drysaddle at 47 goals and 102 points. Reed Wilkins joins us right now from Inside Sports. Last home game, Reed. How you doing? Doing well, Bob. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, I think this might be a, a fun one tonight. I mean, hopefully the Oilers are, are going to put forward a good effort and go for it tonight. Uh, obviously, you know, Hitch mentioned pretty pretty stung and, and the mood of the team dropped quite a bit after they couldn't get the two points against the Dallas Stars. And uh, obviously, you know, if we'd Colorado, they, they really got steamrolled the last couple of periods. So hopefully they, they uh, I mean, I know there's nothing on the line, but a little bit of energy tonight playing a final home game. And... San Jose, not doing well lately, one win in their last 10, but they have to see the Oilers on the schedule and start licking their chops because they've outscored Edmonton 22-12. Is that all? In the, in the four games this season. And, I mean, they've hit seven a couple of times. So I, I think there's a chance to see some offense tonight and, and teams going for it. I hope so. I hope it's an entertaining game for the people watching. Absolutely. Fans deserve that. Uh, it, it It's a somewhat, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later on coming up with Louis DeBrusque. It's kind of understandable. Edmonton's not the only team that once they got eliminated, there's been a, you know, there's been a tough three-game stretch. I mean, look no further than the fact that Leon Dreisettle's minus seven over the last three games. McDavid's minus eight. Now, there was an empty netter involved in there, but, um, I mean, those are their best guys, and uh, they've given the team everything they could give them this year, playing over 22 minutes a game. So I hope there's a uh, a positive uh, conclusion to the final couple of games because it, it. But you could hear it in the voice of Chase on the realization that this group collectively underachieved. I mean that cannot be easy for guys to deal with. Well, and Chase on also said he's he's talked to management about coming back, but he knows that there's are a lot of unknowns there, and I think he's he's proven his value even in games where he hasn't scored. And obviously he has not scored at the same rate in the second half of the season as he did the first, but. I think there's, uh, you know, I think if Alex Chason, well, let's face it, uh, I mean, if Alex Chason is on your fourth line or a healthy scratch, you're probably a Stanley Cup contender because that's what he was with the Washington Capitals last year. If he's consistently on your fourth line, you probably have a very good team. And if he's on your third line, you probably have a decent team. Uh, I mean, if he comes back, hopefully he's a third or fourth liner who can can move up uh, with needed. He's going to be a guy to watch, I think, going into the offseason and into the the summer. And this uh, this is a big night for Anthony Stolers, who we haven't seen a lot of. And let's face it, he hasn't played a lot in his NHL career with Philadelphia and Edmonton. So, you know, for him... I know he hasn't played a lot, and teams aren't going to look at him based on one game, but still it's a, it's a chance for him to put some more information out there about his game. You know what? The game he started against the Leafs where we found out 
what was it, a couple hours before game time, Hitch made he it gave public. Him a good start. He gave he gave him a good start. He made 37 saves on 40 shots against a very good Toronto team. I mean, the the Leafs outplayed Edmonton. The, the Oilers wound up losing 3-2, but I thought he did he did everything he could in that game. So I think for an individual story, you keep an eye on him tonight. All right, uh, Reed, what time are you going with the City Ford Faceoff Show? It's at 5:30, Bob. Did you like the level of engagement I had during the course of that interview? Uh, just one more for you. How hostile has the fan base been, or is there? are we now at the stage where it's gone from hostility to, okay, time to play Mr. Fix-It here with the team and, and come up with some solutions moving forward? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I think after the last couple games, there's just obviously some resignation about what's happened. Yeah this season. I mean, I hate painting the whole fan base with one brush because sure. everybody feels uh, a different way. I, I think it was just almost sort of some sadness and and a little and maybe a little bit of apathy, which I think is the most concerning thing. I mean, you know, people are calling in and saying they're not going to renew tickets or watch yeah. anymore until the team improves and can contend for a playoff spot. All right, Reed. we'll look forward to talking with you tonight at 5.30. That's Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. It's 12.27 in Edmonton. Louis DeBras coming up at 12.35 on Oilers Now. Uh, off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.